I tell you to be different and creative and think this way. A much used business cliche. Kayla. What is outside the box? You got it. We're flying high with the wings and talking all things lacrosse. You're now listening to the Outside the Box podcast right here on Underground Sports Philadelphia. Welcome in to episode number 250 of the Outside the Box podcast, the official lacrosse podcast on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network, number nine ranked NCAA podcast, allegedly award nominated. You know the deal, and you already know, NLL season is back. We are back indoors, getting set. For the 2022 uh, 2023 NLL season, KB Deej coming at you from Underground Studios in the flesh. We got airport stories, more like airline stories. We got NLL picks of the week. We're going to feed some ducks. The homie Drake Porter is playing in the championship series. So you already know what that means. Stay tuned for that. And uh, PLL schedule. Apparently dropping New Year's Day. So we got a lot to talk about. Hell of an episode for episode 250. Uh, But before we get started, make sure you guys are following us on the socials. At OTB Laxpod. Twitter. Instagram. Follow Deej on Twitter at SCS underscore next great. Follow me at KBIZZL311. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave those five-star ratings and reviews. I know we do this all the time, but I'm going to live check because it has been working. We have been getting new five-star ratings on Apple Podcasts. We're at 116 overall. Uh, I know there's some mixed-in one-stars from people trying to sabotage us back in the day, but I digress. Let's let's keep them numbies rolling it helps the show continue to grow gets us on the charts helps more people find your favorite lacrosse players favorite lacrosse podcast and uh subscribe to the underground sports philadelphia youtube channel because while you guys are listening to this Deej and i are getting set for the inaugural otb cast we're watching wings thunderbirds with you tonight on youtube youtube.com slash at underground sports philadelphia subscribe 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 if we get to 320, we're doing a live do review at halftime. We're going to be live. Hopefully, I get a response to you because we might have a presenting sponsor for the live stream tonight. Whoa. Hopefully, we get an answer back on that soon. But subscribe to the YouTube channel and you'll find out. You can come be in the comments section with us. We're going to be talking with everybody in the chat, watching Wings Thunderbirds. All night long for however long the game goes. Hopefully it's a good one. I have a feeling it's going to be a good one. 
because uh, these two teams always play each other well. And it's the first time uh, the Wings get to actually go to Halifax since they relocated to Halifax. So subscribe to the YouTube channel. Smash that like button, ring the bell icon, comment down below with your picks of the week, your thoughts on the NLL season as a whole, and uh, leave us, you know, your do reviews as well, if you've been doing any do reviews. And uh, big shout out, big shout out to our official merch partners, PHI Apparel Company, Deej, hopefully by this weekend, new OTB merch will be dropping. We gave a little tease to the people. I believe last week. So mm -hmm. if you saw it, mm -hmm. you saw it. If you didn't, you didn't. Uh, but that should be coming very soon. Two new additions to the OTB collection of the Underground Sports Philadelphia merch at PHI Apparel Company. There's no doubt with their unique designs for the great fans of lacrosse, the great fans of OTB. You guys are going to be standing out in the crowd all NLL season, all PLL season, all championship series long. You guys can go use our code UNDERGROUND for 10% off at phiapparel.co on any apparel that includes anything that they have on their store. Code UNDERGROUND, 10% off. I actually have an Underground Sports Philadelphia shirt coming today to see how the quality is, and I'm very excited because I've been told nothing but good things from our good pal Tyler at PHI Apparel Company. So phiapparel.co, code UNDERGROUND, 10% off. Your order. Deej, um, we got back uh, from the airport less than 12 hours. <laughs> Man. We, uh, your, your flight landed almost 11 hours ago. Almost. Almost. It is 1.47 p.m. on Friday. Your flight landed at 3 a.m. on Friday. Yep. When was said flight supposed to take off? <laughs> 10. Yeah. PM. 10, 10 PM. PM. Thursday. Thursday. Which means I would have landed at about 1-ish midnight. Not too bad. No. Would have been able to record this episode probably last night. And then casually throughout the day. Got pushed back. You're texting me updates. And I'm like, what is happening? Every so half an hour. It's like every hour, two hours, it gets pushed back another half an hour. I know. You texted me around, I think, like noon, and you were like, yo, I got delayed like 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, all right, that sucks, but like it's manageable. Like right. we'll get home, it'll be like 2.30. Not too bad. Texted you again <laughs> and said. Later on. <laughs> I ain't getting in until 3.30, homie. <laughs> And I said, what the fuck happened? I <laughs> swore your plane took a detour to the North Pole, went and scooped Santa's reindeers to pull that plane along. Because there ain't no way there was something not wrong with that plane. Honestly, I feel like I was partially a manifest. <laughs> like, dog. They had you in a Star Wars back to tank. You were just <laughs> chilling. I think he got on the plane. Captain goes, oh, Welcome to Flight 1462, service to Philadelphia. This is your captain speaking. Sorry we're so late. I have absolutely no clue what made this plane so late. <laughs> and everybody, I tell you, everyone on the plane sat up and looked around <laughs> and then sat back down. 
I lost it. I would have pulled the the classic, amazing SpongeBob. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. Yes, because that's exactly what we were all thinking. So he's like, we know we're like three hours late. We're sorry. It's an inconvenience. Uh, we're going to try and get rolling as soon as possible. I was just like, is this real? <laughs> no one knows what happened. And mind you, I, I flew out of Midway in, in Chicago, which is not the smallest airport. That might be Trenton. And, oh, my. Oh, man. The, but it is a small airport. There's only three concourses, A, B, and C. Very small. Not you want to see small, we'll go over to Millville. The Millville airport is <laughs> the smallest airport I've ever seen in my life. I'm scared of that. That's <laughs> where all the celebrities just fly their fast race cars in to go to the racetrack. They're smart. That's the only stay, reason I know. Stay out the way. It's the only reason. If you live in New Jersey and you've ever wondered why Millville is always on like the weather maps when they're doing the weather, it's because there's an airport. That's pretty much the only reason cities are ever on. Yep. That's but, what's hey, why. Don't. I didn't tell you that. <laughs> and also, the whole percentage thing, it's not what percentage it's going to per precipitate. It's Correct. what percentage of that area is. Correct. Going to. Okay, we're not meteorologists. Nonetheless, this plane just took forever for no reason. And that was every Frontier plane like in the country. They all were delayed. There was a flight for Frontier out of Dallas that had like some people connecting to mine or something. A nine-hour delay. was supposed to take off at noon. Took off at like nine. I don't know what's going on with Frontier. The price is still nice though. So yo, if 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 like a an airline or like no free ads that company like wheels up wants to sponsor us because the amount of times this man right here flies and the amount of times we're probably going to be flying as a whole as this thing continues to grow, we gonna need one. We gonna need one of them things. So. But I, I will say, a certain someone that I might have name dropped not too long ago does do a Black Friday deal, which we missed this year. But it's whatever flight you want from May to May for five hundred bucks. Like, uh, hello, that's not a bad idea. I didn't pull the trigger. I mean, I I do have a a very very good friend. Shout out Vicky Cox, who is a flight attendant for. Uh, no free ads, JetBlue. Vic, <laughs> let me talk to your boss. <laughs> ASAP. Anyway. I, I flies. We fly. <laughs> no lie. You know that. NLL's balling. And I'm not talking Keegan. <laughs> Except I am, because he's five goals away from a hundo. Hundo. And he could have hit that this weekend. We got the NLL week one. This guy. On deck. Well, maybe before. And it's brought to you by, see what I did there? Ah. Tomahawk Shades. Best small batch eyewear in the game. Don't dox yourself. Don't dox me, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll kill you all. <laughs> Don't even try it. Literally, don't try it. <laughs> you guys can go and get your, your sunglasses, your blue light glasses. They just partnered with one of the biggest, baddest, most influential uh, golf celebrities in the game this past weekend, Deej. Really? Tomahawk Shades officially la launched a partnership with the one and only 
Paige Speranic, 3.7 million followers on Instagram. Okay. You won't like this, though, just for this weekend. She is a Purdue fan. <laughs> but she is now part of the Tomahawk Shades family. Uh, and you guys can go to TomahawkShades.com. Use code USP for 10% or 25% off. I'm sorry. I'm thinking our merch. 25% off at TomahawkShades.com when you use code USP. That's for sunglasses, blue light glasses, everything in between. Go to TomahawkShades.com now. Protect those eyeballs. Deej, what do we got in the box? We, we've we got an unboxing. We've got an unboxing. I just have to say, Deej has one of these little new newfound Ziploc bags that companies have <laughs> putting in. I love those things. I whenever mean, This is the first time I've seen Whenever one. any company that I order from online sends stuff in a Ziploc bag, I'm like, I fucking love this shit. This is great. I'm when like, if comes, they could just seal up those two little air holes. It comes in another. That's amazing. My man got the nesting doll unboxing right here. Those are kind of fly. So these are the Marksman. They're 185 out of 200. Hey, oh. In batch 2010. The batch date is April 23rd, 2022. And they're packaged by someone because I cannot read the signature. <laughs> The, no lie, the signature looks like a balloon animal dog. <laughs> yes. And that's cool as hell. So they're the marksman? The and marksman. Deej, just, just to give people an idea, you bought uh, one of the warehouse boxes. Yes, I got the the four. And how, mu how much did you spend on the on this box? I want to say these were like 50 bucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 50 bucks for four pairs. You've already profited. I haven't. Because the Marksman class uh, sunglasses are a $60 value. Mm. Mm. This is what the warehouse boxes at Tomahawk Shades can get you. Thank Those goodness. are kind of fly. They kind of look like blade sunglasses for and the they're... for the Marvel nerds that we know you all are that listen to the show. And it's these ones too, the copper heads. So, so it's got a it's got $60 a, value. A light copper tint to it. Those are fly. I do those are nice. Fun. They got the metal frames too. Those are those are like the classy sunglasses you wear out to an event. I can't wear them now. They gonna think I'm. <laughs> I ain't gonna name drop. Everybody know who I'm talking about. You you wear those out to an, <laughs> an event. You wear those to a wedding. Those I, I, those, I, those are those are the formal sunglasses. I did in fact get invited to a wedding in Italy. I might need these. DJ's going international on these flights now. <laughs> Y'all know somebody on the Italian airline? That's hilarious. I ain't gonna say nothing about a certain airline. But lady looked at me and then looked at the white guy in front of me and offered him an upgrade because he was by himself as I was sitting in a row by myself. Y'all heard this? Like, dang. I couldn't get the upgrade? That's crazy. All right, Deej, what do we got next? These ones are for everybody at home listening right now. Go over to YouTube because we're showing off these sunglasses. The, the Retcher, Euchre. How do we spell this? <laughs> See if you can read that handwriting. Wrecker. Wrecker. Oh man, you're making out like a bandit on this fifty dollar box. The Wrecker class 
is a $75 value. Got the gold on the inside of the the frames. Then but then black all around. Nice dark tint. Yeah, these are the brags in the record okay. class. The brag. Oh, I think these might be blue. They're kind of nice. Mm -hmm. You might be blue light, though. I think there's some. They might have. They're polarized. Mm -hmm. There it is. These are nice. Polarized like UV 400 protection. Dude, you can just stare right at the sun in those things. Yeah, pretty much. Don't like, recommend doing it. But I'm, I'm, I'm not. Trust me. I think seventy-five dollar value though in a fifty-dollar box. Like that's what the warehouse boxes were so made I, for. I'm not already at what one thirty. One thirty-five. One thirty-five. That's crazy. And the best part about tomahawk shades too is like if you lose your sunglasses, you break them, anything. Worry for your warranty. They replace. Yep. No questions yep. asked. These are the elite. The elite. Are these the the Definitely. ice breakers. I think so. Yep. These Whoa. got the ice breakers. I'm not sure exactly which ice breakers though, because mine are see. like clear all the way through. True. We're gonna find out. These are kind of fire though. Those are sick. These are definitely blue light, though. I think they are. Icebreaker. Or are they those? That might be co-pilot blue light glasses. Just might Which be. are a $40 value as well. Does it say in the... It does not. That's weird. These just say elite for the class, and these two had the exact huh. name. By the looks of it, they look like the co-pilot Blue Light Plus classes. $40 value. That's solid. $175 worth of sunglasses so far. and Blue Light glasses in a $50 box. I will say, if you're going to get a box, don't use codes. That will change things up. Just spend Yeah, it's got to be a certain number or a certain dollar value to use our code on the boxes, mm -hmm. which we didn't know previously, so we do apologize for that. Yep. So I won't let you guys run into that problem. One more pair. This is also elite, but we got black, black frames all around. Oh, I think I have those. They're nice. These are kind of like your um, your equivalent to a certain brand, if you will. That is far more expensive, but these are way nicer. Polarized lenses. <laughs> the, uh, would the initials be a certain football position? Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. But like those, these feel nicer. Oh yes, yes. I like these a lot. These are very nice. Those are like your classic. Going to the beach type sunglasses, like going just like out to the mall. Like those are like, oh, got my sunglasses. That's what those are. This is crazy. I got a pair of work sunglasses. 
I got a pair of car sunglasses. You got wedding sunglasses. I got wedding bro. sunglasses. You got blue light glasses. I just got glasses that have glasses. I don't even wear glasses, but now I got to because I got so that's, you got you got two hundred and fifteen dollars worth of glasses for fifty bucks. Come on now. Come on now. I'm pretty sure on Talk to your boy. So the original box you had ordered, you couldn't use the code on because you ordered a much bigger yes, box I originally. Ordered the seven to nine item box. Right. They told me this I box. Use I'm ninety percent sure you can use our code. Yes, on. that's why they gave me this one. So, so I got four instead of seven to nine. You can get twenty five percent off a fifty dollar box. Which, well, I think you might even be able to use our code. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Twenty five percent off. Our code. They oh, sent okay. Me a fifty percent off code. So there you go. And yeah, so you probably could use the twenty five percent off on the on the seven to nine item box. And there you go. But if you get that fifty percent off code, which obviously is very enticing to use. Don't get the seven to nine item box because they just won't send it to you. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, it gets lost in their system, and then it like doesn't process yep. through for them to actually send it out. So then they you gotta contact them and yeah. do a bunch of other stuff. So, and it's like it's like it. neither person's fault really because like when it goes through Tomahawk's system, it doesn't register that like that code should be valid. Like it right. should have flagged it when Deej went to go check out, and that's yeah. more on the processing end of the company that does all of the processing not tomahawk shades yep. or uh they did. dj's end i got a worry-free warranty lifetime nice yep that, that's the best like if you, like i lost a pair of my blue lights i filled out the application online they sent me a pair within a week and just random off the, off the rip right now because I have no reason to use this. First person to comment on our YouTube video when we release this, gonna get a promo code. Hey So comment first, you get a promo code. There it is. There it is. So we got NLL games. Breaking down the games quickly before we get to our picks. Tonight we got wings at Thunderbirds, and then all day Saturday we got games. Which DJ and I will be on Long Island, hanging out, media. So if you're at the Coliseum, let us know. Let's chill at halftime. Let's link up. Uh, but we got Vancouver at Toronto on Saturday, San Diego at New York, Albany at Buffalo, Rochester at Georgia, and then the defending champions, the Colorado Mammoth, who Coach Day <laughs> thought nobody picked to win the championship. If you missed our interview with Coach Day last week, go check that out. It's one of, I think it's one of my favorite interviews we've ever done on this show. Coach Day is the best. Uh, and Colorado's at Saskatchewan uh, on Saturday night for the final game of the weekend. But, Deej, let's, let's run through some of these games, some quick hits here uh, for each one, starting with tonight's game, which will be live on YouTube, the OTB cast come join the party uh wings at thunderbirds this matchup i think last season if this was the opening week matchup would have been way more like crazy but i still think it's going to be insane halifax just has a lot of like trying to figure out the chemistry a little bit randy stott's now in the mix for halifax could see him for the very first time i believe um if he's on the active roster, I, I saw some of the team's active rosters and some I missed. Um, but we could see Randy Stotts in this game for the first time in years. Like, we haven't seen Randy Stotts take the field or the turf in years. 
due to his knee injury. Yep. Um, we've we we've got a lot to look into with Halifax. Plus, Halifax uh, quick retirement for David Brock <laughs> retired, and then just yesterday, uh, Halifax signed him to a one year deal and put him on the active roster. <laughs> quick retirement there for uh, David Brock, but. With the Thunderbirds, I I want to enjoy them. Obviously, I like we love Austin Owens. We love the the media team there, Mackie Jenner. Um, there's just so many questions I have about this team with chemistry, with um, just you know vibe. Yeah, Randy is on the active roster, so we will see Randy Stotts, which is very exciting. Uh, Ryan Banesh back with this team as well. Um, Bo Bo Hunter makes the active roster. Great number for him too. 85. I like it. Um, another year of Ryan Tarafenko on this team too is going to be exciting um, for him playing the box game. But last year was just like such a mixed bag for Halifax with all the moves they made. A lot of turnover. The whole KJ situation, who's now with Philly. Um I just don't know how I feel about this team going into the year, but with the wings on the flip side of things, like having coach day on him talking about like how they're planning on using guys, the way they want their offense to run. Like I feel super confident about how the wings season is going to go. If things are clicking for them. And that's why, like, you know, when you look at these two teams, I feel like the wings are, their trajectory is like all the way up from where it was last year. And Halifax is kind of like big ass question mark. Uh, <clears throat> it's like weird for me, you know, because like last year was my first like real year in NL, NLL and like getting to know everyone and, and how the teams are working. And then there was so much change within the season. And then so much happened with this Halifax team at the end of the season. It was like, what are I, I don't understand anything they did. I thought their draft went really well, though. Yes. Some of the names they picked up. I'm really excited to see Bo, Bunner, uh, Bo Hunter play. Randy Stotts is, like, my biggest question mark with this team and all. Like, and it's, like, a sports. positive question mark all at the same time. Like, it's a very positive one, but it's, like, a... What are you going to get out of him? Yeah. Like, obviously, coming back from injury, we don't know what we're going to see when he does hit the field. And if he does hit the field playing at his best, is anyone going to retract from that? Or, like, you know, like, Ryan Benesh, for example. Like, it was a blockbuster trade, and he came in and made, like, an immediate impact on Halifax. Like, it wasn't the impact they thought it was going to be to where it like re-sprouted their team back into, you know, legit competition, but he was the spark they were looking for. How does his game affect if Randy Stotts comes back in at the level he was before he got injured? Like you can't expect that Randy Stotts to coexist with this Ryan Benesh. Like they would, one of them has to tailor their game. Who's it going to be? How does that look? How does everybody else play off of that? But the good the only true bright spot I have with Halifax is their defense. Mm -hmm. Much hasn't changed about their defense. They still have Warren Hill between the pipes. Like that right there is still like Graham Hosick. Still have Jake Withers at the face off. Like there are very solidified pieces that they have on the defense slash transition side of the game that hold up and, and make it to where you can't say Philadelphia is going to walk into this game and, and come out with it handily. Yeah. And I mean, and then on the flip side, like 
you've got the the battle of the Albany acquisitions with Ryan Banesh coming over from Albany back to Halifax. Now you got Joe Resiteritz coming from Albany to Philly and seeing him in this offense, you know, with Ben McIntosh, with Matt Rambo, uh, with Blaze Reardon, with Corey Vitarelli, Kyle Matisse, like Sam LeClaire getting now his like first full season in Philly getting underway this year, like there's there's still a lot of integration for this wings offense of like just new pieces and guys getting comfortable new offensive coordinator as well which i think cannot be understated enough for this wings team like to bring in the guy like coach jay said that every single team has tried to copy that offense for years and this guy is the architect of three out of four championships and making the saskatchewan rush a new age dynasty he's now with philly He's now with Paul Day and a team that has had the opportunity to go out and make acquisitions for offense, build the offense with superstars, and then since day one that they came back into the league back in 2018-2019 have made the defense homegrown. Alex Pace, who Paul Day is praised as arguably the best defender on this team, which is high praises for a guy who was a second-round pick. Steph Charbonneau is back. Ian Lord is back. Um, Ryan Wagner is back, who I think is one of the most underrated defensemen in the entire league. This defense is homegrown. They've grown together. And I think that is such a huge part of this Wings team's success is that those four guys, because Wags came in uh, year one via trade. He he was traded for Chris Cloutier. Um Charbonneau was here from day one, you know, Ian Lord has played with Paul Day in Peterborough, Rochester, like has that familiarity with the system. And then Alex Pace has been here since he got drafted. You you can't teach that chemistry building at all in any sport. So I think that is a huge part of this. You have the best face-off athlete on the planet in Trevor Baptiste back again, who every single year is breaking a record in the NLL for face-offs. And I'm just excited to see how Resiteritz and Ben McIntosh Two guys who love to crash through net play together. Like, that's that's exciting. That's like getting Tom Brady and Randy Moss in 2007. Bringing those two guys together, I think, is going to just create magic for this Wings offense. And you have Vit Dog on the outside. You have Rambo, who can crash or play on the outside. Blaze another year on this team and in this offense as a, you know, 20 goal scorer a year type of guy. There's a lot to be positive if you're a Wings fan about this team and like the trajectory of going from being the wild card team last year to now taking that next step, trying to be the top seed in the East, which I think if all things break for them is a very likely possibility. But now that's almost, you just have to execute like the the execution is their problem. And it's a big problem. Like, and it's not that they can't execute and they haven't been doing that. It's where they are and who they have to execute against. Like, the West, by all respects, is loaded. But I feel like you have a better chance of stealing a game or two in the West oh, and yeah. working your way to the top than you do stealing a game against a Toronto or against a Buffalo. Um, even stealing a game against Georgia, who isn't necessarily a top team, but they're a team that can beat you in January and ruin your chances. Yep. At being Same with Albany. Seed. 
Yeah, like there's so many teams that are just that you can't overlook yep. in the East. Even this whereas, Halifax team. Yeah, and like not saying there are teams in the West you can necessarily overlook, but the West, you know, schedule just isn't as strong as the East. So it's like the West is a more definitive like this team's good, this team's good, this team's good. And then you've gotten more expansion in the West over the past couple of seasons that it's like so they're working out all their kinks. Right. And and it's it's also just like now Philadelphia was an expansion team, but they've done so well since the beginning that the pressure isn't to do well and make the cha- like make the playoffs anymore. The pressure is to go and win a championship. Like they're very much in the respect of the rest of the league, where their true goal is to win a championship. Like, yes, that's every team's goal, but like, if we're being realistic here, looking at you know Panther City last year, Vegas this year, uh, New York, like these teams are looking to make the playoffs. Yep. Their season is successful if they make the playoffs. Doesn't mean that they're not trying to win a championship, but they're okay with winning the playoffs. Right. Now, Philadelphia is not in that spot anymore. It's not just make it to the playoffs and, you know, we did well this year. It is, we need to win a championship. Right. Just like Buffalo says, Toronto, San Diego, et cetera, et cetera. Like, it's, and San Diego is crazy to say. Like, they're an expansion team as well, but they're also in that same respect where it is now like, we need to win a championship, not yeah. we need to be looking for progression. So, like, that's my biggest thing with Philadelphia is how do they handle this, like, almost newfound pressure because, like, they hadn't had this pressure the past two or three years to just to win. They just had this pressure to do well enough and to progress on what they started to build. So, like, getting that new pressure is going to be interesting for some of those guys. Some of those guys haven't played at this level with that kind of pressure. I think the nice thing, though, is you do have – a Terrence, a Ben McIntosh, a Kyle Matisse, Ian Lord, like guys who have won in the NLL, guys who this past summer won a Man Cup. Like mm-hmm. you have that championship experience in this locker room, and I think that's super beneficial. And then even on the young guy side, like you have Matt Rambo, who's won championships in the PLL. You have Blaze Reardon, who won a PLL championship. Like you have championship pedigree across this roster, and I think that's massive just for like those types of expectations. So. Excited for this matchup. Tune in to the OTB cast, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern time, uh, youtube.com slash at underground sports Philadelphia. Let's quick hit through the Saturday, uh, you know, keys and everything here. Vancouver, Toronto at Toronto. First game on Saturday, Deej. I have no idea what to expect from Vancouver this year. Their offseason was wild. Um, Toronto is going to be interesting too because they've made some big changes but also brought in some big names to fill in for those big changes. Uh, I think Toronto's a championship contender this year. Will they get over that hump? We'll see. Um, Vancouver, we'll see how their season just goes. Um, there's a, you want to talk about question marks. I think they're the biggest question mark in the entire league. Not for me. We'll, we'll get to my biggest question mark because they come up later in, in this, this weekend, but they, they, Made some interesting choices, yeah, and and all of that in their off season. But I will say that like they didn't really lose anything from last year, and in, I'm almost in respects they got better because they got Mitch Jones back. Like they're very much just almost putting out the team that they felt they should have put out last year, that they felt would have been good enough to compete, and they're getting a true look at that team now. So it's like, do I feel like they should have done more in the off season? Yes, but in their respects, their season last year went 
nowhere near what they thought it was going to go like. So they almost have to like revert back to that plan and see if it's, if it's going to work, why go to a plan? And then, you know, I understand if it doesn't work because of your own faults and to then disband that plan, but to go away from that because of outside sources out of your control, you like that doesn't make sense in my head. You know, that's like me at job doing something and then my computer dies and I'm like, Oh, I'm not going to do it that way again because my computer died. Like, no, my, the process that I was doing that said task and has nothing to do with why my computer died. My computer just died because it's technology, you know, like Mitch Jones getting hurt last year has nothing to do with, you know, how they set their team or how they ran anything. He just got hurt because that's what happens to humans when they play sports. Got to reset, got to see what they're really going with. I'm just interested to see what the offense is going to look like. I'm not even really like my biggest question marks with this team isn't even really the offense outside of the every every perfect. This is not a slight at, at any athlete, but every athlete has an ego. How do those egos in Vancouver operate with friend of the program? Easily one of the biggest egos in the league, Sean Evans. That's a huge question mark. And then my biggest question mark is also just the goalie situation. Vancouver has shuffled through goalies like a card counter. <laughs> they 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 need to find a goalie. The boy, Steve Fryer, uh, made the active roster as well as Aiden Walsh uh, for this team. I mean, the injured list also has Ethan Woods, who was part of that iconic goalie fight last year uh, between Albany and Rochester. Um, you know, they have a, a bunch of guys on the injured list too. Brandon Goodwin being on the injured list is not good for them defensively. Uh, you know, Aiden Solomon is injured as well. Ryan Martell is injured for them. So, I mean, they have some key guys injured. I think my biggest like excitement for Vancouver is just seeing another year of Adam Charlene Beatty's in this offense for them. Hopefully Sean Evans integration doesn't take away from that. Um, but it remains to be seen. Uh, how this team is going to just function. And uh, like I said, Toronto's a championship contender. That's that's all there needs to be said about that. Like, they're going to be super fun to watch. And uh, they might be, you know, kind of like the, the New England Patriots type of team where, like, you know, they're, they're always succeeding and doing everything right, but it's going to be a lot of fun to, like, take in. And if you're a new fan of lacrosse, you should watch like every single Toronto rock game this year, because that team is going to be a, a high functioning energy machine uh, across the board as they try to win a championship. Yeah. I mean, for Toronto, their biggest thing is TD. Yep. Like once he gets truly acclimated to the NLL game, they're going to skyrocket because that's like the only like weak point of their team. Truly their defense has been their defense for years. It works. They have Rosie between the pipes and their offense is arguably one of the best in the league. Like, if they can have the ball consistently, it's going to be hard to say anyone can beat them. And they just got one of the best left-handed power play goal scorers in NLL history, in my opinion, Corey Small. So. Yeah, and, that, and I mean, that includes Buffalo, San Diego, yep. Colorado. Like, it's going to be hard to say any of them can beat Toronto if they're having the ball in their sticks consistently. The goalie piece isn't my biggest thing with Vancouver. It's the offense, honestly. Like... Even looking back last year, they didn't look too much at defense. They weren't – they were like a – a. it was almost like 
a a pack a Packers Aaron Rodgers for the last like four to five years, where if you keep it close, I'll score enough just to win. Like literally, like they're like just don't let in more than eight and we'll win. Don't let in more than ten and we'll win. Like that's how their offense was. Like we'll just outscore you. We know our defense can't stop you, so we'll just score more than you can. So like if their offense can go back to being that good, Vancouver's gonna shock a few teams this year and just literally just outscore them. I don't know how they do it. I don't because their offense isn't that good, but they do just outscore people and it's insane. They did it like they started last year. I think their first like two or three wins were like it was like 15 to 14 or you know 15 and 13, something crazy like that. And they literally just outscored other teams. My last thing on Vancouver, you just can't rely on one guy to be your battery. Mm-hmm. You got to spread the ball around and that's something they've struggled with over the past couple seasons. Uh, the San Diego Super Seals go to New York, taking on the Riptide. Uh, two teams I'm very excited for. I'm glad we're going to be able to see this in person. The Super Seals are the Super Seals. We'll see how they function. We've talked about them since they signed Superman and Big Cat. Um, we're going to see how that team works. That's the biggest thing. It's just seeing the chemistry, seeing, again, ego management, uh, ball management in terms of just, you know, passing to you know scoring distribution and then on new york side riley o'connor coming into the mix now no kieran mccardle uh as he's in albany so we'll see how you know the reunion of of o'connor and callum crawford works with jeff t uh who got voted as the number one player on the top 100 list for lax magazine um not that i have a problem with it but how does the mvp not get number one dane smith finished number two jeff t was number one not that I'm knocking Jeff T because I think he's he's top five player easily, but going into the season, Dane Smith would have been my number one. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. Uh, <laughs> Riptide are gonna be interesting though. Like I I think they're gonna be a much improved team. I think they kind of have the um the blueprint for. No Jay-Z pun intended for a New York team there. Uh, for, like, improvement from where they were last year. They made that big trade to go get Ron John. Go get Tyler Digby back. Um, and, I mean, they pushed their their chips in the middle and, you know, said we're going to put everything on the table and go get Riley O'Connor. That's a move you make if you're ready to push forward. And we'll see if it works for them. Um, but that's what I'm, I'm taking in from this Riptide team is just the – the the next step factor because they are in that year three now very similar to the wings when they came in um you know kind of had this process of building and now you're in that year three it's time to take that next step i don't know if the riptide know how big this game is (laughs) i mean obviously it's my first nll game in person so if they win it's very funny i have to be a, a riptide fan your first NLL game at the Coliseum. My first NHL game was at the Coliseum. <laughs> That's crazy. Go Wings, baby. No, not not these Wings. Red Wings. Sorry. It's always L- go Philadelphia. LGRW. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, if they win, I have to be a Riptide fan. Um, but also, they're playing the Seals. The Super Big Seals. Test. It, it's It's – Probably the biggest test we're going to have this year. Like, this may set the tone for the entire season. 
if they come out and punch them in the mouth and just wow the entire NLL and win this game, they may do amazing things this year. But they could come out and get flattened, and it could just ruin the team. Or they can come out and just have a decent game, lose by one, lose by two. And they're like, okay, we're figuring this out. And then, you know, their season goes whatever. But those are the three ways this game's going to go. One of those three things is going to happen, and their season is going to tail after. To open your season with a game like this sucks, but it's great at the same time. Yep. Like, th- that's really all I have about this game. It's same like, thing for the next you game, know, too. We're looking – because, I mean, it could this could completely backfire on the Seals. Mm-hmm. Like – you know, they're putting together this... You want to talk about pushing your chips in the middle. Yeah, like, they, they literally have gone completely in. House house mortgage is up. Car, their car's up. Boathouse is up. The boat's up. The jet skis. Like, they've put it all in. Their wife, their kids. Like, <laughs> if the Seals lose, <laughs> they're going home with nothing. They're going home to... If the Seals lose, Joe Sy is going to become a full-blown Vegas Desert Dogs fan. <laughs> yes, because that's going to be the only thing he has. It's going to be the only thing he has. But I, I do like what they've done. They put together a very great team. I mean, they already had one of the best defenses. They got Frank Skiggs, who is going to be in the best goalie ever conversation. Offense is... We were talking about it on the way home from the airport yesterday. It's like having... A <laughs> every Hall of Fame player ever, just, ever. Just, it's like Madden. Cre- it's like your franchise mode on Madden, but then you just like do a, a draft and then you trade for every good player. Or, or like uh, when you play my team on on two K toward the end of the end of the season, and they're getting ready for the new two K to come out, and they just start giving you <laughs> envious and, and diamond. <laughs> like everybody's a ninety nine. Yeah. Your, your team's just all star. Like that's what this team is like. So, yeah, everyone could just come together and be kumbaya and just win a championship because they're like, we're the best ever. Or they could come in and be like, you need to give me the ball. No, I need to have the ball. No, I need to have the ball. No, you need to do this. And then it all goes wrong. And then Riptide run off with like a 10-point win to start the year, and everybody's like, whoa. It's just this might be the biggest game of the weekend. Yeah. For how it could affect the entire NLL. Next game that's playing at the same time is pretty big, too. It's the uh, Albany Firewater Drip Dog Snakes and the Chaotic Bandits. Um, A lot of these Water Dogs boys seeing the Chaos Boys for the first time since the championship and vice versa. Um, Battle of Upstate New York. This game's going to be a lot of fun. That's my take on it. Um, I'm just excited to see this new-look Albany team. Kira McCardle in the mix now. Connor Kelly back in the NLL. Healthy, which is exciting. Um, and then it's the Buffalo Bandits. You know, again, if you're a new NLL fan, you want to watch, like, exciting, fun, fast-paced NLL action, just watch every Bandits game. Um, excited for this one. Rochester, Georgia. Rochester got absolutely dunked on on social media by Halifax Thunderbirds. I don't know if you saw that. I did. Good grief. I did. Um, this is a new era for Rochester, though. The Connor Fields era gets underway tomorrow. Um, very excited to see how Rochester uh, plays this Georgia team. I think this game's going to be a lot closer than a lot of people think. We'll get into it in picks. Um, did you say Connor Farrell? Connor Fields. Okay. <laughs> I said Connor Fields era. 
<laughs> My flight can never get delayed. <laughs> I should have known better. When does Frontier ever take off at 9 p.m.? I should have known better. Uh, and then Georgia, it's the era of all the Thompson brothers playing together. And then Shane Jackson and the Brett Dobson era. Maybe. Maybe. He's got another Bonnie boy there. Might beat him out. I'm excited either way. Um, but I think this game's going to be a lot closer than people are expecting. And then the defending champs go to Saskatchewan. West Division rivalry. Um, very disrespectful of the league to not let Colorado open at home. Very disrespectful of either the Nuggets or the Avalanche to have a game tomorrow at home. <laughs> or they should have just... Played, Get your shit together. Played tonight. True. That is pretty interesting. No no disrespect to the Wings or Halifax, but it is very interesting that the defending champs don't get the opening game. That's like a staple in like every sport. Like that just happens. Yeah. That is pretty interesting. Except I think NFL, because I think it starts with Thursday night and they don't do Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to put the defending champs on a Thursday night game. Sometimes they do. I remember when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, they played opening night. Uh, who won last? Didn't the Rams play? Opening night this year, I don't think so. They might have. I mean, look at. I think season. the Bucks played opening. Up, played. I think they've started to make that <laughs> and a look thing. At their like yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody just starts the year and loses. Hey, Eagles made the playoffs and we're one Alshon Jeffrey catch away oh, from going back to the Super Bowl. We go. <laughs> we were better than we. At least we had a winning record after we won the Super Bowl. I mean, we did too, but I don't know if I'm gonna ever see them win another Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't even. I still don't know who they play on Sunday. <laughs> but uh, a solid slate of games. Very excited that there's no ten o'clock start this weekend too. Um, that's beautiful. Thank you, NLL. Um, yes. We also found out that the NLL schedule this year, uh, the postseason, the latest it will go, will be week one of the PLL season. It's fantastic. That's what we've been waiting for. We, it's 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 literally the SpongeBob. That's what we've been waiting for. It's what we've wanted all along. Like, like literally, it's not uh, hard. It's beautiful. It, it is beautiful. I'm excited. Um, hopefully, Paul, Paul Rabel tweeting about the NLL. Hopefully, it doesn't morning. go three weeks though. So you know, we get the best of both worlds fully. Like that'll be awesome. I mean, I'm sure they'll still sit. Yeah. One, one week, but okay, you miss opening weekend in Albany that I'm not going to be at anyway, so I don't care. <laughs> so I'll sucks, be there. Sucks for you, but I'm not gonna be there. So why would I care? I, I'm gonna miss it too. Okay, I'm, Magic I'm, Johnson. I'll be watching from. I'll be watching on my laptop at my sister's graduation party. <laughs> Magic Johnson head ass. <laughs> I ain't gonna be here. <laughs> Shout out the class. Uh, what is this? 2023. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Anyway, <laughs> without any further ado. Is it time? It's time to feed some ducks for the first time in quite a long time. Months. And it is time for the NLL Week 1 Picks of the Week. Brought to you by our friends over at Pickup. You guys can go to playpickup.com, start playing the hottest headlines in sports, rack up uh, fan points on your profiles, cash them in for prizes on the Pickup Marketplace. It's free to play. You just sign up with your phone number. No email. No none of that. No password to remember. Just your phone number. Playpickup.com. Deej, it's opening weekend. 
The boys are buzzing. It's Wings Thunderbirds tonight. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Tune in. How do you see this one going down? You know? I don't, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. <laughs> I'm not a fan of any team yet. But we did. Oh, we we before we even like this is just a quick hitter because this will continue next week. Is everybody back on the table for your state of the fandom 2022-2023? I guess I, I yeah. No It's no, a clean slate. Yeah, like nobody I, won the nobody won the state of the fandom last year. So Yeah, nobody did anything blockbuster over the summer enough to, to say, sway you one way or another. I, I don't like super teams, so everybody's back well, on the table. Okay. Except the SEALs. <laughs> Sorry. I don't like super teams. But we got to remember. Am I a LeBron James fan? Yes. But does that mean I like super teams? No. Seals, Bandits, Rock, Georgia. You got to follow us. You're kind of at the bottom still. Kind of at the bottom. And I mean, Toronto, Buffalo. Good grief. San Diego. Y'all got real good chances of being my favorite. Pick up the slack. So stay the fandom will return full blown next week. Everybody's back on the table. Deej, your pick for tonight. I'm not a fan, but I do believe in podcast science. It's not this week, but we did have a certain coach on. Amazing time talking to him. Answer a lot of my questions about the defensive side of the ball, which my was my biggest question mark with this said team. And I feel very confident with them moving into this year. Some Some games in the future, I may not be so confident, but this one, I got the wings locking down an opening night win. I'm going to do, as you're prepared for a big college football run here for your Michigan Wolverines, I'm going to go Lee Corso on everybody. Give me the wings. Give me the wings. Come on now. You think I'm picking against the boys? I mean, I'm in Philly. No no way. We're here. No way. I am here. It's wings all day. Teams don't lose when I'm here. This Wings team is one of one of the like five, six teams overall in the league that have like championship aspirations. Yep. Starts tonight. So you guys are listening to this on Friday. Give me the Wings. You don't. You're telling me they didn't schedule this game. Cause Kyle Jackson. Come on. Give me the Wings. Uh, Saturday, Vancouver, Toronto. Is the Alterna Cup still a thing? We don't know. If it's not, maybe we'll just create our own thing. Uh. To, to rep for the teams of Canada. But Vancouver, Toronto, your thoughts? Uh, this one's, you know, plain and simple. We talked about it for a little bit. Can this Vancouver offense outscore the Toronto offense? No. So, yeah, give me the rock. Toronto by a billion. I'm a goofy goober rock. Uh, Toronto by a billion. Game will be at. San Diego, New York, your New York Riptide. <laughs> I think it's going to be even more fun when we're at this game. But I love the New York Riptide organization. I'm excited to see Tyson Geike for the first time in person this weekend now that he's stateside. Um, but, I mean, it's the San Diego Super Seals. I can't go against Big Cat. That's the homie. 
and I just think this team is loaded top to bottom. Eli Gobrecht on the defensive end, like you mentioned, Frank Chiliano, uh at the goalie spot. I like the San Diego Seals in this game. You know? Oh, this game's so hard. But not really. Because the key is that I am here. <laughs> Teams I like don't lose when I'm in presence. Granted, I don't really like either one of these teams. Yet. But Riptide. Fair enough. Our first. Pretty much just because we got to have a different game. First switch up. <laughs> we got to have a different game. We have to. I can't. Uh, Albany Water Dogs. Buffalo Chaos. Big buff. Big I think buff. this game is going to be very interesting. To oh, be honest. it will be. But I don't. I, I'm worried. Of, like, yes, these Water Dog players and, and, you know, these guys that are playing in the PLL together in these pockets on this team know each other very well. I think they're still going to have some chemistry issues to get through in these first couple weeks. Like, we're talking a full season, 18 games, you know, plus playoffs. Like, it's it's going to take a little while before you really know a guy where he likes his stick, where he likes to shoot from, where he likes to start his dives, like, all that kind of stuff. Where does he like his pick? How far does he like his pick pushed? Like, all of those things matter, and it's going to be a big game. And Albany's going to do very well. This will be a close game. I just don't think they have quite enough in crunch time. Fourth quarter, two, three-point game. Albany doesn't know each other enough like Buffalo does to just do the things. Because in those moments, you do think a lot. Even if it's second nature like it is for them at this level, you do still think a lot. Buffalo will think a little less because they know everyone on the field with them. They're familiar. They're comfortable. This there's nothing new. Albany is still figuring out some new things. And that first game crunch time moment is where you really feel that a team is feel, you know feeling each other out still. Because you're just like, oh yeah, they're gonna do this, this, and this, and it starts to happen, and then turn it over. Or they take a bad shot, or like, you know, that kind of stuff. And you're just like, okay, this team does not know each other yet. And I think we're gonna see some of that from Albany. Let's not forget the Bandits eliminated Albany in the first round of the playoffs last year. So a little animosity there. And then obviously the Water Dogs chaos stuff from the PLL this past season. Uh, I think this game is going to be very close, but give me Buffalo. Uh, Rochester and Georgia. The Nighthawks new era. Connor Fields. The Connor Fields era. Uh, Thank you. I, I, I'm high on this Nighthawks team right now. I know they they duped me a lot last year, but I just like the trajectory they're going in. Um, so I think this game is like going to end up being like the closest game of the weekend. Didn't give my pick yet. No, it won't be. The closest game of the weekend is probably going to be the one we just got done talking about. Or tonight's game. <laughs> or tonight's game, yes. I'm... I like a lot of the things Rochester did this offseason. <clears throat> yes, they made very good moves, but we're still talking about the best player to ever touch lacrosse. There's no I in team, which Lyle would be the first one to tell you that. <laughs> but there is an M and a E, which makes me. <laughs> and Lyle will tell you that too. No, he probably wouldn't. 
<laughs> but I mean, he has his brothers. He's got the, the two out of three of his brothers. And he's still got Shane, who he knows extremely well. The, their biggest point is the pipes. But you could say that about both of these teams. Do we even know who's stepping in the pipes for the Rochester Diamonds? I can tell you right now because everybody put out their official rosters yesterday. But, yeah, like, I mean, sure, we know we're getting a, a first-year rookie with Georgia between one of the Bonnie boys. Yeah, we do know. It's uh, Riley Hutchcraft or Rylan Hartley. They traded for Hutchcraft um, during the expansion draft. So, I like that pickup for them. I mean, I don't mind it. And, and I think this will be a very good game, and I'm very excited to see it. Um, but just looking at Rochester's season last year, looking at Georgia's season last year, I think this is going to come down to defenses. And I don't feel particularly strong in Rochester's defense this year. Because, I mean, they weren't great last year, and they didn't make, like, a ton of moves on the defensive side. I will say Dan Coates is back. Which is exciting. Matt Gilwright back. But Big Paul in. Dawson. Never left. Right. But, you know, they're still... Also, big power move. Connor Fields is wearing number 10 this year. Because Turner Evans was number five. I don't like that. I dig it. Uh, I don't like that for Connor. Can you tell me the last time Connor Fields didn't wear number five? Exactly. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> me either. It's five times two, which is, uh, you know, second team he's been on in two years. <laughs> I don't think that's how the math works. Actually, second team he's been on this season because he got drafted by Vegas and then traded to Rochester. Uh, Georgia. Give me Rochester. They're going to make me look like a complete clown. Possibly. But I hope they don't. Possibly. Give me Rochester in a close one. Uh, for the reason you said. We don't know the goalie situation really with Georgia yet. I think we kind of know it with Rochester. and It's going to be the guy they traded for. You don't trade for Riley Hutchcraft if you're not going to play him. Uh, Mammoth. Rush, final game of the weekend in Saskatchewan. Uh, Going to be a doozy of an opener. You already know where I'm going, so Deej, the floor is yours. You think I'm going somewhere else? <laughs> like, I mean, that, that's, that, this might be a common sense one. Like, we, we, we rag on on the Rush a little bit, and they had a tough Shout out to our Rush year. fan followers. We love y'all. But I, I am actually ex- extremely happy for you guys' season this year. Not a lot of moves were made, which they brought back Rubish. That is a move, which it's is a power. That move. was the biggest move they made. Was very excited to see that because that means they think they have something. Yeah, like they're like, okay, last year just wasn't a good year for us. It just you know, and that happens with teams. Like that happens in sports. It's not that your team is bad. It just wasn't your year. The ball didn't bounce your way. It didn't bounce off the boards to you. It bounced off the boards to the other team. Like consistently. Your shots hit posts more than theirs. Like, there are so many things that could go wrong that aren't really wrong on your end. Right. So I'm not saying Saskatchewan doesn't have a chance at all this year. I just don't. I think playing Colorado to open your, your season is tough. Yeah. And they do have bright spots coming up, but Colorado is not one of them. Yeah, give me, give me my mammoth uh, champions ride at dawn. Uh, so to recap, DJ and I both have the wings. We both have the rock. I have the Seals. He's got the Riptide. We both got the Bandits. I've got Rochester. He's got Georgia. And then we both got the Colorado Mammoth. 
for our inaugural 2022-2023 week one picks of the week brought to you by the homies over at pickup Deejless shift gears to the field game yes sir some big moves made this week uh in lieu of the championship series upcoming some big roster moves which i did find out i believe the homie hutton jackson uh tweeted this out it was either hutton or kevin brown um it was hot players added for the championship series are strictly for that like off-season rosters have to stay at 25 um but the championship series moves do not add to that roster like the off-season roster it's just for the championship series so but, but it is a tryout for yeah. that off-season roster don't forget that the boy, the homie, the only, while they were in college, college player to come on this podcast as a guest. Is that going to change? Now it's going to change. I mean, we have the one connection with yeah, we, we've, the one guy who's doing his thing. We've got connections. But we got another guy who's now about to start doing his thing that might have to take advantage of. We we've got big things, but don't for you now. Worry. But for now, the OG Drake Porter is running with the Bulls. He signs with Atlas for the championship series from the player pool. Uh, very excited for Drake. Don't know what that means for um, Jack and Cannon per se or JD Colarusso. Um, but if Drake Porter's playing the championship series, let's fucking go. Uh, and then Christian Mazzone also signs with Atlas for championship series uh so that's super exciting there and then there was some other signings too that i want to touch on before we get to what we have next the oh here we go uh matt abbott back in the league back with the whips uh for the championship series and was that oh no harrison bardwell from the player pool to chrome at the short stick d midi spot from cornell uh will perry back to the whips from the player pool uh nick washuda back in the league signed with the archers makes a lot of sense more than likely brett dobson not going to be available uh, because of the NLL, so you got to go get your backup goalie. And I think that was all of the signing so far for the championship series. We also got the top 50 players coming out soon, uh, which we'll talk about eventually once all the rankings and stuff come out. Uh, but, Deej, in light of Drake Porter signing, you already know what we got to do. All pun intended there. So much pun. Deej, you, you brought in the imports. I did. I had to <laughs> I had to import this one from the good old Kalamazoo of Michigan, which is not the only Kalamazoo in the United States, by the way. There's like five, which is bonkers. Also one in a Dr. Seuss book. But nobody knows about Kalamazoo. Anyway, because um, for whatever reason, over, nah, not whatever reason, y'all got that fantastic thing called Wawa over Shout here. out. So y'all don't have Circle K, but... Lucky for you, we do over in the state of Michigan. So we do have a Circle K exclusive do review. 
brought to you by nobody. But everybody who listens to this should tweet at Mountain Dew and tell them to sponsor us. I've seen them popping up on a couple podcasts, doing some sponsorships, doing some ad reads. Mountain Dew, we've got people sliding in our DMs telling us and showing us that they're trying Mountain Dew. Because we started this segment for the homie Drake Porter. So, hit us up. Hit us up. What's like, th- we doing it. For Literally. Real. D-E-W in it. <laughs> Without any further ado, should we get into it? Yeah. Let's, yeah. Let's, do you- let's do it. Are we playing the, the intro, or are we just hopping in? It'll this? be an in post. Fair, fair. I'm I'm not used to doing a do review in person, so it's. Mountain Dew tickle your innards, cause there's a bang in every bottle. <laughs> Yahoo, Mountain Dew. Got to say, very cool mascot on the label, which is always the first thing that pops up to me. It is due with a blast of berry plum, natural and artificial flavor. Not going to lie, when you told me Purple Thunder at first, I thought it was grape. Which had me kind of excited, because low-key, grape soda kind of slept on. It is. But berry plum, I don't know how to feel. We're going to find out. We're going to find out today. Very cool logo there. Uh, I'm going to open up the Google Sheet as well for the rankings of everything. But let's get into it. Gray cap, too, is a different touch. It is. Probably still got a little bit of that 32,000 feet in the air. Don't know how I feel about the smell. <laughs> it is a little <laughs> oh <It's> no different <laughs> literally like it's a little different it don't smell bad but it don't no. smell good like it's just a smell <laughs> first due review since the end of october too we went all of november no due review yeah uh but here we go purple thunder should, should we should we do the ret and link dink it and sink it What does this taste like? <laughs> this tastes like something. For this to taste like this, I can't understand why it's always sold out. This like, tastes like something. That it's I, not bad, but like, this thing always sold out. You would think this is the best Mountain Dew to ever touched right. the planet. Oh, this has a taste. That I can't think of. Kind of has like a juicy fruit, not juicy fruit, juicy juice. <laughs> that, that that classic Arthur sponsor. Arthur was Arthur was a Arthur was the shit. It is, in fact, like I I fucked with Arthur heavy. That Caillou, Lil Bill. Damn, this drink's kind of <laughs> this drink's kind of uh, what's that word? Mid. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nostalgic. Yeah. It's bringing back some vibes. Like, this is a vibey drink. I feel so young drinking this. I'm not that old, y'all. I still want to be KB when I grow up. I'm just... You keep saying that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what this is. It's, it's fine. <laughs> it's so mid. Like, it's not nasty, but it's not good. Yeah. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to finish it. It's like I'm just drinking. Yeah. Very lack. Uh, It's very similar to... But I wonder... Maui Burst, Livewire, and the Ba Golden Mango, where there's very little um, carbonation. But do you think that's because like we sat on it so long? I don't even know. And then it was in the air. Um, I still don't think it would have been that good. Yeah, even if it was carbonated, like I almost feel like. You taste flavor more when it's not as carbonated. So yeah. it arguably would have been worse. Because, <laughs> like, voodoo. Like I was telling yeah. you, if you let it, like, sit, it tastes exactly like, what did we say? What was it? Uh, spark. And spark and Baja Gen. Ba- ma- mango. Baja Mango. Yep. Is it better than Live Wire? That's the question. I think that's the scale we're at right now. In that area, yeah. Because it's not quite as bad as... What was that one that we had? Uh, Flamin' Hot? Yeah, that's trash. Yeah, that shit was bad. It's better than Code Red. Mm-hmm. Code Red was bad, too. I think we scored Livewire too high. That might be one we... Go back and redo. Because what we did that like six or something. Uh, I got an overall seven. You gave a six nine. I gave a seven one. It's <laughs> definitely too high. high. <laughs> I, this for me falls in at like four one. Like it's not. It's not great. It's not terrible. Like if somebody gave it to me, I would drink it. And, like, I would finish it. But, like, I'm not going to walk in the store and see a whole selection of Mountain Dews and pick this one over other ones. Like, it's mid. And I don't even use the word mid. Yeah. This is like a... It's like a 4.4 for me. Um, Which, quick math... That's 8.5 divided by 2, 4.25. That rounds up to 4.3, which still is not the lowest, obviously, but still not great. Uh, I think this was very a, a very disappointing <laughs> do review, to say the least. Um, yep. I also think it was even more disappointing because I thought it was great flavor. Me too. Me too. I don't know. Because what else? Berry plum? It's not. Do. I think I think this would F- be. Find me the mountain you got this from. Please. <laughs> this would be better as a slushy. 
I think. Hot take. Get one of them slushy machines. Yeah. That's this would be better as a slushy, I think. Um there it is. So you know what you just did, right? What did I just do? So now once we're done with all of these, we gotta like get a slushy machine and like make slushy scores for every Mountain Dew. <laughs> you thought <laughs> <laughs> We only doing that if they sponsor us. Y'all heard? Balls in your court, Mountain Dew. So four point three. Sure. Um very lackluster do review to celebrate the boy being back on a roster. Uh, but the PLL also announced that we're getting a venue announcement tomorrow for 2023 and that the full schedule will release on New Year's Day, which is the earliest the schedule has ever dropped. And I'm just excited. What venue do you think they're announcing tomorrow? Because I feel I, you can't announce somewhere you've already been. If you're doing an early one, in my opinion, could they? Sure, but I don't think they will. I think it's going to be a new venue that they haven't been to. Biasly, Notre Dame. Biasly, Notre Dame. But do I you would... agree like it's got to be a new yeah. location that they but announce? Like, unbiasedly? Florida. That'd be hype. I, I really thought they were going to go there for... The championship, championship series because it would be somewhere warm in the winter. They could have it outside, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Didn't do it. People in Florida die. Mm-hmm. Literally, but like, not literally. <laughs> you know, they're dying for lacrosse. Like they, they, they play club down there. They have, you know, college teams down there. Granted, they're still all club and they're working on pushing D one to get the ACC up and running. But there, there are lacrosse players in Florida, and they do want to watch. Wouldn't be surprised to see. They missed the Florida launch. Yeah. Like in, and there's so many places they could play down there. There's Miami. There's Tampa. There's Florida. There's Tallahassee. Orlando. Like, you kind of could just pick and choose a spot down there and just have your games and leave. Yeah. So, we'll see. Uh, we'll be all over it at OTB Laxpod, Twitter, Instagram. Make sure you tune into the OTB cast tonight. 6 p.m. Eastern time, youtube.com slash at underground sports Philadelphia. And Deej, we have it set up too. Can't comment unless you subscribe. Subscribers only. Come subscribe. You can be in the comment section. Hey, first comment gets that promo code. Hey, oh. Don't forget. Uh, on this video, this video, but come over to the OTB cast tonight for Wings Thunderbirds and come watch the game with us. Uh, make sure you follow DJ on Twitter at SCS underscore next. Great. Follow me at KBIZZL311 at OTB Laxpod, Twitter and Instagram at underground PHI, Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Leave those five-star reviews, ratings, all that good stuff. Also, shout out to everybody. We put out our Spotify wrapped as well, which I think is one of the coolest things uh, out there for marketing purposes and stuff for creators and musicians and artists it's uh, spotify rap is so weird for me <laughs> because like we get it back for this and i'm like yes like that's awesome thank you guys so much then the flip side i see everyone's personal spotify rap and i'm like none of you support my day job because none of you listen to the radio pay me people <laughs> or maybe they are and they hear songs on the radio and then they're going and adding it to their spotify but then when do you get them watch hours? 
They're them listen hours, I guess. Because they don't, they don't support my job. <laughs> Pretty soon, I, I don't know. I'm going to be living here because <laughs> I ain't got no job. Then I can do this. Do this but you will time. have a job if they subscribe to the YouTube channel and subscribe to the podcast feed and follow us on socials. Yeah, there the radio, it is. Radio doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> we are the radio. <laughs> Shout out to Drake Porter. Uh, get your merch, phiapparel.co slash shop. Code underground for 10% off. And uh, shout out to Tom Alk Shades as well for hooking Deej up with his shades. And uh, everybody enjoy the games this weekend. And this has been episode number 250 of the allegedly award-nominated number nine ranked NCAA honorably mentioned number nine shrek rank hopefully a shrek ranking come back because it's a fun little spin-off thing there uh for nll season and of course the official lacrosse podcast on the underground sports philadelphia podcast network it's episode 250 of otb we'll see you guys tonight for wings thunderbirds but until then dj and i are getting the heck out of here see ya peace And that's outside the box.